Hey everyone. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. Alright people, welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod. I'm your host, Troy Dog, CEO of Vermoto.com. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, this week I have on a squad mate. He's none other than JSR Motorsports' Justin Starling. We've been trying to get this done for months now. He's felt left out. He felt like it would never happen, that we'd never talk again. But, and he tried to blame me, like it was all my fault. Like, look, dude, you've talked to everyone else in the squad except me. Like, why am I not on your pod? Dude, it's your fault. You need to look in the mirror, and it's your fault. You got married, which is awesome. Like, this is me not hating. Like, you got married, you took the summer off. You did a honeymoon thing, you've been racing all over, and uh, oh yeah, you have a star pup on the way, so congratulations to you guys on that, but you've been busy, man. You know, I've been here grinding out pods, episode 18, so, and also like, dude, I'm, I'm here writing content all week for Verb, so like, what do you want from me? I'm here. If you need me, I got you. Like, I text you back all the time. I'm always here. I'm not the problem. I'm not the problem. What's that Taylor Swift song? Uh, yeah, well, I've been kind of getting into Taylor Swift a little bit because Benny Bloss and I, I think we're Swifties now. He's all into Kansas City, of course, and now that Taylor Swift has taken over the town, he's he's just so infatuated with the T-Swift, Travis Kelsey Uh, pop culture thing going on there so i think benny bloss and i are swifties we're not sure we don't really know so stay tuned um for developments on that all right cool so uh let's start off with some news first got to promote the shred tour coming up as you know the vermoto top gun showdown is at muddy creek raceway on october 13th through 15th that's in Bluntville, Tennessee, Muddy Creek Raceway. You know where it is. You've been there. Uh, yeah, that's, wow, that's next week already. So uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, the Cody Gragg Memorial two-stroke shootout race is that weekend. And Matt Burkeen won it last year. But this year, uh, we had Aaron Plessinger on last week, and we were talking about how he donates ten grand to it every week or every year. And the pro purse is up to over $22,000. And it could be even more now. I'm not really sure. I have to check back on that. But last I heard, it was at $22,000. So if you have a two-stroke and you're really fast on it, come on out and try to make some money for in the memory of some really cool people that lost their lives tragically. So it's going to be a good weekend. Uh, the weather should be good. Nice fall weather weekend. This is the best time to race your dirt bike anyway, let's be honest. So, yeah, Shred Tour is much more, much more than just racing. Like, we, it's just a, it's a vibe. You got two-day racing. You got practice day. You got hot dogs, dirt bikes, campfires, uh, Stasic races for the kiddos. We have 
emo emoto mountain bikes i don't even know what that is but like let's just do it like whatever you want to do let's go like it's just fun so come on out top gun showdown muddy creek raceway gonna be a good weekend the 2024 schedule should be out soon for the shred tours um, we had a great year it was awesome to see everyone at the races and next year is gonna be bigger and better how do you get bigger than having a wrestling event at the race or you know we had brett q jumping off a rocking chair a couple years ago just all kinds of good things happen at shred tours people get married even so good times dirt bikes that's what it's about all right next up grant harlan team guam's grant harlan um the fundraiser for his uh tragic race shop fire is now over um we promised that we would announce the winners on this show around this time i this should be the show we should be doing it on but that was before we knew Harlan was going to go race motocross of nations in France. So he's currently there. So we haven't really been able to talk about it. So you can expect us to make an announcement on that soon. Um, we will definitely make sure the winners know that they've won. Thank you to all who have donated, but um, we haven't forgot. Don't worry. We haven't forgotten. It's just um, postponed a little bit while we figure out who wins what. So stay with us on that. And thank you for the support and helping out the Harlan family. Um, another bit of news, an unfortunate bit of news. Um, Lance Vincent was racing the Texas Pro Challenge over the weekend. And he had a very bad crash. He was knocked out for two minutes. Um, he was sedated in the hospital. He had some brain bleeding. Uh, his chest was filled with fluid. Um, but he's awake now. Um, his wife, Davy said she posted some updates on uh, Facebook that he will be concussed for a few months, but he is responsive when they call his name, and uh, he's just got a long recovery ahead. I posted a What We Know feature on Verb yesterday, which was Wednesday. He, um, he's in bad shape right now, so I, I posted a link to the GoFundMe account on there as well. Um, Lance is great people and that family is going to really need some help with their hospital bills right now. So if you can donate, please feel free to do so on that. Um, he's in our thoughts and prayers. Lance has been a friend to the Vermoto family for, for many years. So, um, he was even on the squad pod, uh, a couple months ago before his Loretta's return. So he take, he took a 10 year gap from the races, um, just quit racing just worked and raised his family and then decided to come back and now this happens. So it's, it's, it's very unfortunate, but uh, we're all thinking about Lance Vincent and his family right now. So if you can donate, thank you. We appreciate it. But um, I'm just going to keep going down the line here, man. Uh, just a kind of bad week for, for news here. Um, you know, Jeff Alessi is passed away now. It's rough, man, for the, the whole motocross community and the Alessi family. I didn't know Jeff personally, um, but we're around the same age, and it's just it's a shock, really. Um, so I just rest in peace to Jeff Alessi. The Alessi family has 
been a longtime Vermoto family member of ours, and we just, uh, man, we, we're thinking about you guys. I speak for everybody when we say that, but um, man, it's rough, rough, man. That's some rough news, and I want to make sure to mention it on the pod. I'm not really good with words when it comes to things like this, but we have to address it, and you know, Jeff was... I've heard stories that Jeff was a really genuine, good dude, and um, just rest in peace, man. Your legacy in motocross was awesome, but I think you were a really great person, and rest in peace. For 33 years, Guts Racing has prided themselves on being the innovators in seat technology. If you're looking for a comfortable and stylish place to park your rear end on your dirt bike, then look no further. Guts carries an extensive product line of seat covers and foam, no matter what you ride. Use the code VERB20 at checkout to save. We love Guts Racing and Andy Gregg and everyone else that works there. They have 17 colors that you can put on your seat. You can customize it. It's the best seat in the biz, the comfiest. I'm sitting on one right now. I bought one. I use my code. I'm just... That's what I said I want to do my pods. I just sit on a Guts Racing seat. That's it. That's all you need. What else would you want? Thank you, Andy, for the continued support. Oh, did you guys notice last week in the Power Rankings feature that I was alone? Like, no one else was in there. Like, Ginger Dog, Slaw Dog, MIA, just completely gone. Like, where'd they go? I don't know, man. I don't know. Ginger Dog, my own wife. Don't know. Just not not power rankings this week. Just none. Rough. Rough look. But you know what? I carried it. Like CEOs. True CEOs just carry it. They don't even say nothing. They just keep going. And they just they make it. And I had the best power rankings ever, I think. So just wanted to point that out. I see you guys lacking. And while you're not doing it, I'm doing it. I'm just working hard over here. It's enough on that. All right. Number one this week, we're doing a motocross of nations theme, of course, because it's the biggest race. One of the biggest races of the year. And if you ask RJ Hampshire or Aaron Plessinger, they would say it is the biggest race of the year. Biggest biggest race of their life, maybe. RJ, long dreamed of racing this and he's there, so. Yeah, you know, big big time race for, for everybody in the industry. And I'm going to say right now, my number one this week is Team USA. And if you don't put Team USA, we're going to have to look into you, bro. We're going to have to do some, like, FBI investigation into why you didn't pick Team USA as your number one. Like, this is America, you know? So, Saw and Ginger Dog, if you are doing them this week, and you don't put Team USA at number one, I'm launching an investigation. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to put. Like, Team USA, like, I think they're going to win. I always think that when Team USA goes. Christian Craig, Aaron Plessinger, RJ Hampshire. I would send them even as an A team. I don't know why we're saying A and B team. Like, I was in last week's conversation with AP, I'm like, dude, like, this is not. The fact that you're calling it a B team is disrespectful, and I didn't really like the press conference, how they were shaping it as them being, like, not a good team to send. 
It was kind of weird, but I'm all in on this team. All great representatives for Team USA. They they all want to be there, so that's the biggest part. So, go Team USA. I think podium or win is what's going to happen. So, it's the one race that we can be biased about. Because for one, I'm not like covering it as like a media guy, so I'm just like going to be watching it. So, the only Motocross and Nations content I have this year is the takes column where I can do whatever I want. And, uh, yeah, which is sponsored by Yamaha's too, by the way. Thank you, Yamaha, for sponsoring my columns. It's awesome. But uh, that and then this. That's it. So I'm just going to be watching like everybody else. Uh, number two, France. Team France. Your home country. One of the coolest tracks ever. Um, yeah. I, obviously, they're going to have the target on their back as the favorites with the home team advantage. But I, I just, the track, I saw pictures of it. It looks incredible. Kind of jealous I'm not there, really. An October race over there, perfect conditions. It's just going to be a good weekend. So Team France is number two. It's going to be a good, good event. Number three, Team Guam. It, you know, as a kid, if you would have told me, hey, man, you're going to be racing motocross of nations one day. I would have been like, what are you talking about? I suck. I didn't really suck. I was really awesome, by the way. I tripled all kinds of different stuff. But um, I would have been like, you're crazy, man. There's no way I'm getting picked. Well, guess what? I got picked for Team Guam. Well, Grant Harlan did, and I'm on his helmet. So he's taking me with him. So I'm going to be in there on his helmet at motocross of nations, the biggest race of the year. Team Guam. So that's uh, Sean Lepanovich, Grant Harlan, and Joshua Verizzi. They're number 49, 50, and 51, I believe. So, but number one in your program. And I'm there as well. So that's cool. Team Guam, Team Troy Dog, we're there. Oh, and I think Team Guam, with that lineup, they made the A main last year. Benny Bloss was in there. We'll, we'll, we'll do better this year, I think. Just That's a good lineup. Expecting great things. The pineapple power is going on. so Good stuff. All right, now here is my interview with Justin Starling. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just kind of... I kind of asked him, like... I know Justin pretty well. We, we hung out. We hang out a lot at the races. I know some stuff that I haven't talked to him in a while, but I try to make it fun. He likes to talk. So I kind of just ask some questions and just kind of go from there. Like I just let him talk, which is what I should do anyway. But I was trying to really, really prove a point about how much of a squad we are. And I just felt like he wasn't really picking up what I was putting down. So, I mean, I'm going to be going over to his RV. I'm going to be getting snacks. I'm going to be getting all kinds of food. If he's got steak, I'm stealing it. Like, I'm just going to go live at his thing at the races. Live at his RV. Not living in his thing. Live at his RV. Nicole's going to be over there. It's going to be a good time. Team manager Nicole is a vibe. She's a part of the team. 
to be a good season, though. I'm excited for Stardog. I didn't really think he's going to announce his plans. Yeah, an exclusive here on the pod. He's going to announce his plans, but I'll give you a little uh, cliff notes here. He's going to be racing for as long as possible here, which I didn't really think so. Like last year, he was kind of sound like he was over it. He kind of was like, I don't really think I have much left in me, but this Honda has truly rejuvenated his career and I'm excited for the next couple of years. So here's Stardog. All right, let's just do it simple. On the phone, we have squad athlete and JSR motorsports athlete, Justin Starling. What's up, man? Living a dream. Just, uh, I guess, just finish up. I guess you could call it day one of Supercross. Um, I was supposed to start yesterday. Um, we've had rain, so the track wasn't dry enough. But, yeah, just finished up day one on troll training. Feeling good. So, uh it's good. I'm excited. Now I'm headed home and more bike work. So, yes, you said on Twitter the other day, or X or whatever it's called now, that it's the best decision you ever made was joining troll training. Yeah. I. Well, if you look at my results the last two years, it's it's 16th and 17th in the championship. Basically, it's almost the same finishes, it seems. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, it was like, okay, I knew this year there was going to be a big change in our program with, you know, Honda coming on board and, and doing all that. But I, I didn't want to, to have the same result. And, I, like, speed-wise, has always been okay. And then, like, I don't know, I guess talent, you could say, has always been pretty good. But I've always lacked something. And, and I, I've always known that it's like fitness, but it's – I've just never prioritized it. I've always just been like, well, let's get this done. Let's get this done. And then, you know, if we have time, we'll do this or that. And I just didn't do it the right way. So I, uh, I mean, honestly, I owe all of it to Harlan. You know, you see him come out and just, he was fit, you know, like it wasn't like he was super fast, but he was fit. And that, that's what it takes in the 450 class. And uh, I, I, I told him the other day, I'm like, the one thing that, that caught my eye the most was Denver. You know, he, he starts in front of me and we like kind of freight train ourselves up to ninth and 10th and I just couldn't catch him. And I was pushing until the end, but I realized that he was fit. And for me, I was like, Hey, that's something I need to do is I need to be in better shape. So yeah, after, uh, after the wedding, I, you know, I made the call to, uh, to get on troll training and I've been, I think this is week three, maybe four now. And, uh, I don't know. I've never felt better. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. Wow. Yeah, that's uh look at the squad working together. Just you guys actually became buddies this, this Supercross season, didn't you? Uh we've we've known each other for a while, but we were always just more like acquaintances, you yeah. know, like we wouldn't see each other without saying something. Uh but now it's uh, yeah, we I mean, I wouldn't say him and I talk every day, but we're in a group chat where that is chatting every day and we're we're saying something to each other whether or not, you know, we try to or not. So but yeah, we uh, yeah, we became good buds, and he uh, he told me I was going to be dangerous with with troll training, so that makes me feel good. You know, what makes me feel bad is the invite to the group chat. Yeah. Well, it's a privateer only group chat. There's Dude, no non privateer riders in it. I'm a privateer squad. Actually, false. Uh, Mathis is in it. Yeah, exactly. But he runs that privateer race. I think that's why he's in it. I'm not really sure. I didn't add him to it but yeah. Um, yeah there's no one else besides like just riders steve sees everything anyway so 
Yeah, I think I think he's in it because of like the privateer race. I don't fully know, um, but it's also he does throw a, a lot of knowledge to us, and when we're we're talking about someone or something. He can he chimes in and is usually right. So, oh, dude, yeah, it's it's uh, it's always good. Like, and if he knows something, he'll tell you, and if he doesn't, he just is like, yeah, I don't know. So, it's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much exactly what it is. <laughs> it's a good person to have in there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's cool. I mean, with troll training, you had kind of just did your own thing in past years, right, this training? Yeah, but to be honest with you, like, it wasn't much. Like, there was always a good preseason, but, like, once the season started, I always kind of seemed to, like, slack off and just kind of more rest. And, I honestly, like, during the season, I don't ride too much either because I've, I've got so much going on. And I've, I've, I think I've prioritized the wrong things in, in the past two mm-hmm. years. Where, like, during the week, I'll be like, hey, I'll be more worried about getting this clean than to <laughs> get a road bike ride in or get this done because, you know, I, I don't have time to, to go to the gym now or, or something. And, and this year, it's it's going to be more, hey, I don't care if this is has to get done on Friday at the race. You know, I'm going to make sure I get my work in. Um, and, yeah, even, like, during the weeks and stuff, like, during, like today, like, yeah, okay, I'm done riding, like, normal me would be like hey let's go home and wash the bike and then i got uh brother-in-law's birthday dinner but like i would be like let's wash the bike and prep it and get it ready and then like tomorrow I'd, like i'll just i'll go cycle tomorrow but now i'm gonna go home and i got a 30 minute road bike ride and then i got a road bike ride tomorrow it's it's more or less just like i have a, a structure and even with riding you know like i today i don't really know what i would have done for riding i probably would have just been like oh i'll just ride on fuel and do the laps i want to do but troll and and wrestling they see everything i do so you know i'm held accountable for everything so i uh i had to get my motos in and even the last one i was tired i didn't really want to do it but it was on the schedule so i did it so uh who who where'd you ride today where yeah uh i don't know if it has a name yet but future motocross is a is a company down here that does like i think actually they do podcasts and stuff um, but his name's RJ Huss. I've known him since I was on like fifties. He's a, he's a local Florida guy. Um, he is leasing or maybe he bought, um, it was Hampshire's place and, uh, a couple of years ago, then it was Bogle's last year. And then now he has it. It's right next to Kroom. Um, it's actually a facility that I used to train at when I was on like sixties and eighties with Ronnie Tishner. Uh, so I'm actually very familiar with the place. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it has like a name yet. Like I know all these other facilities have names, but um, yeah, I don't know. But it's it's a good supercross track. 402 built it. Um, as of right now, I'm it was I'm kind of the only one. Blaze Cromaldi was out there today. Um, I think Brock Pappy is going to be there and someone else, but I don't remember the dude's name. But uh, kind of a smaller group. But for me, it's you know I, I'm just I I just need a track. You know, I don't really care where it is or what it is. I just, I need a supercross track I can ride and then I'll do the, the motos that I'm told to do. And, you know, I'm not going off of other people's schedules or if someone says they're going to do a 20, but my thing says to do a 10, I'm going to do a 10, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't really matter who I'm with, where I'm riding, but you know, I'm racing my clock and doing my best. You seem super motivated for the season. I think last year you were a little, at this time you were kind of burnt out, I would say, but now like, you have a fresh star with troll training and you got, you're going to be riding Hondas next year. It's a little bit different. Um, just, you just seem like you have a lot, a lot more fire in you right now. 
Yeah, I I mean, for me, it's this is the first time, you know, my my team is going to have manufacturing support, you know, and for me, I think that's big, especially from a company like Honda. So when I look at it like that, it's like, hey, that, that lights on to me, like they see something in me, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that makes me excited. And like some of the sponsors I have on board for next year, you know, it's, I don't know, they get me excited for, for, for what they see in me. And then, you know, like I've, I've made massive changes to the, to the team, you know, and it's, it's like we're on a different suspension company with active ride. And like just today, my suspension is unbelievable. You know, like it feels so good. And I'm like, wow, like this is, this is really going to work out well, you know, and the, the bike is way more up my alley. Um, it's, I don't know. I feel better on this thing than I've ever felt on a motorcycle in my life. And that makes me really excited. And it's, it's cool to, to feel this way already. Um, and this is, I mean, today was literally my first day, like riding supercross. So it, uh, it gets me, gets me excited to go to for next year, but then also to have the, the peace of mind, you know, to, you know, like, Hey, if I, if I do every single thing, Alex and John says, like, then there's no reason why I shouldn't be fit. And that's another, you know, little confidence boost. And, you know, I feel, I feel better, you know, just fitness wise as well. So, um, yeah, I think next year would be good. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, to be honest with you, like you meet, you know, my wife's pregnant. I think that that lights a bigger fire. I mean, it's like, dude, I got to be able to afford diapers, you know, and make sure I have a roof over our head and and all that. So, you know, to do that, you got to be fit and strong and you got to get good finishes because you can't finish 20th every race and expect to be able to afford all of it. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, a big part of it. So, but I don't know, 30 seems like a good, good age for me i feel good it's early i still got three months of you know boot camp really to go through to uh to do this and so i don't know i think next year is going to be uh my best year i was going to wait for you to bring up the uh the baby congratulations on that um that was really cool cool news to see that you guys are gonna be awesome parents um man that's just it's just kind of cool like you know this sport you've seen it now we're it seems like the 30 plus year olds are, are running it now. Is it 30 plus year olds? Guys who are 30 plus are, you know, still running the factory teams and getting yeah. great, great results and stuff. Other than, you know, there's there's some young guys coming up, but it's, it's an old you guy. Have more, you have more of us, I guess, at our age. Right. Than yeah. You have of Sexton and Jet and, That's what and I mean. Hunter and so on. Uh, I mean, I think the average age of the main events last year, or this, I guess, this year, was like 29 and a quarter or something like that and i mean like that's not normal you know so and i think next year it's it's only going to be higher you know no one's retired yeah like we're all still here so i don't know i think it's cool i mean like i said like i was i was telling uh justin sipes today he's our track guy and like i was like man at 30 like i think it's easier for me to get burnt out but i've never felt better you know like Mm -hmm. I can mentally get burnt pretty easy. Like, I mean, that's why my wife has a rule. Like, you know, once we walk inside the house, like there's no moto stuff. So we can have our separation, but like at 30, I've never felt better on a dirt bike. And I think that speaks volume. Um, but I've also, I don't know, I'm doing the work, so I should feel this way, I guess. Right. Yeah. No. And, and us, our generation is just built different. Basically. That's what it is. Like, yeah. 
you know, the golden age of amateur motocross was, was us. And I'm counting myself in that group. I, I mean, you, you are, I mean, you've been around it long enough. So, I mean, it's the generation is, is different these days, but I don't know. It seems to be working and you know, like, yeah, I'm 30, but I don't, I don't feel like I have any plans to, to stop. Of course, I'm closer to, I can't call it retirement. I'm closer to quitting than, than I am, you know, when I started, but, um, I don't know. I don't see it in my future anytime soon. Well, that's good. Cause that was one of the things I wanted to touch on. Um, just like, this isn't the farewell tour. You have a baby on the way and you just got married. Like you still have more in the tank and a couple more years left of racing, right? Yeah. I feel like I've got anywhere between five to eight left in me at like a competitive level. You wow. know, like I always say I'll race until I'm not competitive. Um, and I still feel like I'm very competitive. So it's like, why can't I keep going? You know, like, of course, injuries and stuff like that change a lot of the path. But, um, I mean, I still feel like I have a solid five years. And then, you know, after that, it just will we'll see. Right. I mean, it, it's just play it by ear. But, yeah, as of now, like there's there's no uh, there's no quitting anytime in the next you know few years. Oh, that's good news for me then. You know, I guess let's keep going. We got, um, yeah, we're, we're not stopping. That's good. So next year, what's, you said you made some big changes. Um, what can you let us know about the program? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think the big one is, is getting Honda on board, on board. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got good Honda support, uh, which is really, honestly, it's kind of like badass. Like if I really think about it, uh, but yeah, we got them on board. Um, comes to gear and everything all that stuff still up in the air i haven't really put too much uh fight into that stuff because that stuff will just kind of iron itself out when it does um i've switched back to a star boots um i think that was a, a good move for me they're they're really stepping up big for me um we've been with fmf for a while we're with yoshimura now um we're also with get for ecus and uh batteries and all that stuff we're with active ride for suspension we've we're going to make a bar change, I believe, to Renthal. Um, don't know for sure yet, but I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Pro Taper seems to kind of fall off the map and don't even know how to get in touch with those guys. So I imagine we're going to end up with Renthal. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've, we're making, we've made a lot of changes, but what I'm on right now for a bike is kind of what I'll be on for next year, which is nice. Um, so we're just going to be ahead of the game in that realm, but, yeah, the, the, the van's getting like a full overhaul. It's going to get repainted um, and basically basically look brand new, uh, which will be super nice. And the whole canopy setup will, will be a little bit bigger, but a little bit nicer. And the canopy setup for that will be uh, quite a bit different. Um, I think we're going to have a, a motor home to put behind, like a trailer, travel trailer, I think is what they're called. Um, so we can sleep at the races, uh, which will, which will help a lot. It actually cuts a lot of cost, um, to do that that way instead. Um, so yeah, we have like quite a, quite a few changes, uh, going in. Um, we've, we've considered like the two rider thing quite a few times, but it's, it's honestly like with the sprinter van and two riders, like it gets a little tough, um, to do it that way. And for some reason, I don't know why, but like these riders that pay to ride, for teams as soon as you like offer them or not offer them but like ask if they would be interested in going on your program they want money and you're like what (laughs) what do you i don't even get paid dude like i just get everything paid for and i just go race for my money you know like i 
I have to, I don't get a dollar before Anaheim, like for me. And for some reason, all these dudes want all this money. And I'm like, how many mains have you made? Like I've made 95 and I'm not getting a paycheck and you've made like one and you want 10 grand a signing. And I'm like, no. Yeah. So I'm basically put off doing anything with the two rider deal ever. Um, each year I've like, I've been hinting towards it. Like, Hey, let's try, let's try. Uh, yeah, that's done and dusted. I'm never doing that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, we're making changes, but I think good ones and, yeah, I think it should be it should be better. It should run a little bit smoother. Um, we still got to get a driver. Um, I thought I was going to have my guy from the last two races last year or this this past year uh, or past season. Fuck, we're still in twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, be uh, be my driver and mechanic, but he told me last night he could only do the mechanic side. And I'm like, well, shit, like I can't just do that. So. And I got to figure out, figure all that out still. Um, I think we're going to stay in California for the first swing of West coast, uh, just to cut costs and honestly, just the travel of it as well. Um, uh, it's a lot of travel when you go back and forth. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to try to do that. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of things still in the works We're the last like two weeks, we've been really heavy with it, but it's still early. You know, like I know it's October and all these teams are coming out with these signings and these signings, but a lot of the sponsors have to get those guys done first before they can get us done. Um, so we're kind of just in the waiting game. I was ahead of the game and got two bikes this summer um, to build so I could be ahead of the game and not have to wait on this, this, this to to start preseason. So, uh, yeah, we're, we'll just do our work and let things kind of fall as they lie and or fall as they come. I don't know how you want to call that, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll be, uh, I guess it's why I guess it's, we'll be, we'll be ready to race when it's time. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, you always are ready. And like you said, it's, you're in a tight ship. Um, getting the, the motor home is going to be clutch, dude. Like that'll yeah. be a good place to, like, I'm just going to come in. I'll raid your snack drawer. Uh, well, they're only like 15 to 20,000 for a travel trailer. And like that, that sleeps five, has a shower. You can, kitchen Perfect. you know a bed bunk beds like it, 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 they're super nice and they're they're only like 3,500 pounds or so and like my sprinter will tow that all day and i was talking to nicole about it i'm like man we're gonna spend like anywhere between like 10 and 12,000 in hotels for the whole entire season um and then by the time we uber food in and stuff on race day and trying to find food and and ubers and all this stuff it's like we'll save a lot of money like we'll be the first year of supercross will pay for this trailer and then the following year it's paid for and we've now cut off you know like yeah 15 20 grand a year by having this thing so um yeah and then at the end of the day like yeah you don't have to go get these hotels you don't have to uber in and do this and do that like you you've got to motor i'm at the track and you wake up and you you walk over your van and you're good to go and then you know the van becomes a a thing for just the mechanic you know we don't have to sit in there we don't have to do anything in there um it's it's strictly for the mechanic to to do his thing and his his realm and you know and then when he wants to eat lunch or take shower or whatever he's got the motor home so uh it just makes things easier and with us only having a sprinter uh, we don't take up a lot of room in the privateer pits, so we're, we're allowed to have the trailer too because it's only going to add like 20 feet. So, um, yeah, it, it works out well. 
I was just looking out for myself with snacks, bro. But yeah, when you put it like that, yeah, it works out. Oh, awesome. we'll not we'll have more than snacks. We'll be able to cook and you know yeah. cook our chicken, cook our steak, oh, man. Uh, rice, all that stuff. We don't have to Uber anything. You know, it's been hundred dollars a race day just for you know Chipotle because of how high everything is and fees. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. That's good. That's gonna be a good uh, change. I'm excited for this program, man. This is uh, this is cool. I didn't expect all this. We haven't talked because, like you said, you went, you got married. I couldn't make it to the wedding. I'm sorry. I'm still sorry. It's it was very, good too. It's missed a, very, a lot. It's a very big deal. I know. Um, felt bad about it. We didn't have anybody to watch our kids, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. It was it was cool. I mean, honestly, like after the season, I kind of stepped away from racing just to to focus on that. Good. Uh, and which I think was like one of the best things for me to kind of take the time off. Like, I think from today to salt lake i think i've only rode a dirt bike like 18 times or 19 or something like that like it's still a small number um which i think was good for me and like i said like now i feel better than i've ever felt you know like i i feel rejuvenated and like ready to go instead of you know like i'll throw it like grant like he's been go 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 and he's still going yeah you know and like i don't no, I don't think that'll phase him because he's younger and he's hungry, you know, and I, I think he'll be fine. But like for me, if I did that, like it would burn me and I I need the separation. So, uh, yeah, I think it was a good decision to step away and focus on the real life, you know, for a little bit. And now it's time to uh, to lock in because it's coming up. It's coming up soon. It is very soon. Are you going to be doing the whole, um, you think about doing outdoors again because of the super motocross stuff or what, what's your thoughts? As, as of now, yes. Um, that is part of the plan. Um, now if I have a killer supercross season and score like 170 points or something, I probably won't do as many as I plan on. Okay. Um, I do, I do plan on doing some though. I don't really want to do that LCQ thing. Um, like I went to those this year just to kind of see what it was all about and, and learn and like I said, I wasn't really planning on anything with it. Like, I got a lot of shit from it. Like, I almost didn't get my Paris deal because they were like, well, what happened in SMX? Like, you seem really off the pace. I'm like, well, dude, I wasn't riding. Like, I just kind of went. Um, so, for me, it, I would like to just go straight in. Um, but it, it just depends. It really does. Um, you know, if, like, Nicole should, we should have the, the baby born, like, in the beginning of May. So if that happens on like a supercross weekend, like I'm not going to go to that race, you know? And, um, if it's a lot, then, you know, I, I'm going to focus more on the kid than, than going to the races. So, um, we'll, we'll see, but my plan is to race as much as possible. Um, I think that's something that we both decided on, like was the best move was just to race, race, race. Um, I also have the arena cross series in Brazil that I committed to, um, back in july for next year um so i wouldn't be able to race all the outdoors anyways because of because of that series i think it's like three or four rounds um so i'll race as much as i can um that's also not you know killing me and wearing me down like i don't i'd rather skip all of smx and be ready to go for the following year than to you know just race brazil and outdoors and smx and then be completely destroyed by september when my boot camp should start in October. So True. Um, we'll see. I mean, like the biggest picture for me always is going to be Supercross, cross. Um, and then we'll just kind of go from there. 
Yeah, I mean, just because of the big money that's up for grabs, too, it doesn't hurt at the end of the year just just to see, like, you know, how this, this Super Motocross played out. Like, it, it was a good payout for everybody, so... Uh... Yeah, the only the only tough part is is like for me the worst type of races for me ever are speedway races. Like I am just not that type of rider. So when you put three races into speedways, it's just I'm gonna be bad there anyways. So that's a little frustrating um, in the in the long run. Because um, if they were just normal supercrosses, it'd be a different story. But yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. That's so far from now. Like the biggest thing is get to Anaheim and then, you know, just plug away week by week. Um, and you know, if, it, if everything aligns and you know, we can do some sure, but, um, we'll see but right now. Right now, the biggest thing is just get to January. Okay. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. I, I didn't want to do this on the phone, but let's do it anyway. Um, well, we have negotiation week going on for the uh, Troy Dog Squad. I know you signed a lifetime deal. Um, yeah. The agreement that I wrote up for you, I looked back at it. It is not a lifetime deal right now. I don't know why I didn't put that in there. But So you're saying you messed up on something again? <laughs> easy, fella. Easy. <laughs> we run a tight ship. You know this. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's negotiations week, so... I'm going to put it out there. The offer for you to be a Troy Dog Squad elite athlete is on the table. That's that's where it's at. I just sent it to me so I can sign it. Okay. Like you don't need to negotiate anything. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing OnlyFans stuff and all that, so I think I'm good. Yeah, we, we stay away from that. That was big, that was big controversy. Yep. Um, you won't see me a part of that. My wife would kill me before before I did that. That's what I'm saying. And like, dude, it's verb too. Like people don't understand like it's verb, dude. I can't have that. Like it's... It's yeah, a kids' no. website too, you know, amateur motocross. I'm, I'm married with a kid coming. I don't think uh, I don't think that's a good look for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no offense to anybody that runs. I mean, that's dude, get, get your it's, money, but get, it's just yeah, get not. Paid. Uh, it's not for me. Fair enough. I have a four and a two year old as well. That would never be anything. But anyway, yeah. the um, yeah. So you don't need to negotiate any new terms. You're good with the last deal. Everything's cool. Like, you don't pay me, so what do I need to negotiate? Big, big payday. Come on now. Huge payday. Huge payout. Bonuses. Bonus structure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, a, a, a write-up every now and then? No, I'm good. We, we're good. We pay you in other avenues, you know? And Yeah, maybe some more write-ups, because I know Vital doesn't like me, so I don't get anything on there, so maybe some, <laughs> some extra love. Straight up. Vital doesn't like me either, so I think we're good. Yeah. Well, I just, I, my only side is uh, is Michael Lindsay, but um, me and me and Darkside and, and Lewis are fine. But yeah, me and me and MLs, we don't see eye to eye. That's true. Dark, Dark, and me are best buddies, so we're good there. Yeah, Dark is Dark is the shit. Another pro training athlete. Yeah, true. Yeah, man, he was at a the Verb uh, the Verb Classic, just shredding. You know, so he, I've seen that. Yeah, he's been doing some some stuff with us too. I miss those. those. Do they still do the hired guns? We do. Yeah, that's that's rad. You were one, weren't you? I was a couple times, I believe. Yeah, back in the day. And and look, dude, like I, I wanted to bring this up too. Like you're back on Hondas. I think I I went looked back last night. You you've raced nine years with the brand, so it's kind of cool. You're like back home. I didn't I didn't know it was that much. Um, it was it's funny. Like 
some of my connections are still with Honda from when I was on eighties. And, and that was something that helped a lot to get like me to Honda. Um, but it was, it was kind of wild. Like I didn't realize that I had raced that many years on the brand. Um, it was, it was kind of like, I don't know, the way it all worked out was kind of funny. Like I, I rode with Sexton the beginning of this, like all preseason and a little bit during the season. And obviously you look at his bike and like, I don't know, you look at Honda's and you're just like, man, that bike is sweet. You know, like yeah. everything looks awesome on it. Like yada, yada, yada. And, uh, Lars had come out to chambers and I had met him and he was super nice. Like everyone at Honda was like, very nice to me. And I was like, man, like these are good dudes. And I knew I wanted to make a change, but I didn't know what I wanted to do manufacturer wise. Uh, cause gas guys wasn't doing anything for me. So I was like, Hey, like I'm not sticking with these guys. And you know, I'm like putting them in every main. They won't even look at me. So I was like, cool. Like I'm out. Um, so it was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I had rode the Yamaha, didn't like it. Then I had rode the Honda and I'm like, man, this thing, like, this thing feels pretty good. You know, like I actually really enjoyed it. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go buy one. So like, I think it was the week before or after Atlanta, I went to my local dealer, Extreme Power Sports, and just bought one. And uh, I was like, let's just ride it, you know? Like, we'll just see. And even before I got to ride that bike, I had bought another one after the season. Um, and that first one I bought ended up being built into my race bike. And then this, the other one I got is my bike now. But, like, the first day I rode it, I'm like, this just feels right, you know? Like, I was like, this is this is what I'm looking for. And then Chase has helped me out a little bit with setup on like things I should do to make my bike feel better. And like, I've moved my pegs back to like 10 mil and uh, I run his same bar setup, and I actually have his levers. Um, and then just like little, little things for torques and stuff uh, from Nate Alexander. And like, I've just learned a lot about this bike and it's like, Holy shit, this thing is amazing. And, like I said, today was technically day one of Supercross, and, like, I have never felt more comfortable. And like, I was texting my wife, just like, I I don't know why I didn't ride this Honda earlier, you know? Like, this this thing is exactly what I've been looking for. And um, so, I don't know. I mean, I think for next year, we're going to have a good year. To feel this comfortable on day one, you know, and I haven't even done any suspension testing yet, I, I think that says a lot. So, I think we've got a a good chance to, to really make something happen with the Honda brand again. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we have a lot to accomplish. We, we have a lot to accomplish. We, yeah, no, it's uh, really good. Cause we got to make those diaper, diaper money. Dude, I wish, and I don't wish this, but to look back, I've been buying diapers for five years almost. Um, good God. Yeah. Well, you know, two boys, one's potty trained. I should He's try to get good, a but... diaper sponsor. You should. And then like, I don't know. I, I don't just get free ones. I don't know. I feel like that would, that's worth the money, right? You're going to spend it. Might as well just get the money or get the, get the product. Like, why can't Huggies come on board? Yeah. Why can't they? Every rider has a, every rider has a freaking kid on the podium these days. Anyways, when, like, they should get involved. Well, let's DM them. Let's see what we can do. And then you can kick me some. Dude, I, I'm going to need a lot. I feel like you are several million. Oh, I'm not surprised. My, uh, one of my best friends as a kid brought him over or brought her over the other day and he changed the diaper at the house. And I was like, how much you do this? He goes more than, you know, and I'm like, Oh boy, <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah. It's uh no, it's a skill, man. Once you get it done, 
it uh it's no problem but man it's just like dude we're almost out of them like we're almost potty trained on the two-year-old like we're trying to get him potty trained but it's it's not working out he's almost three but right it's uh i'm like i can't wait till i don't have to buy these things yeah right yeah yeah i'm uh I haven't gotten there yet, but I feel like we got to start stocking up here pretty soon. It's twelve dollars a pack right now. Jesus, how much? The, how many are in a pack? Depends. I mean, you're looking at twelve to fifteen. Um, the the smaller the diaper, the more you get in the package. So yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. But Jesus, yeah, here we go. Yeah, just uh, yeah, I don't know. We got on talking about this, but you're you're gonna need uh, the bonus money next year, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I feel like that's what this sport turned into, man. Everyone's got mar- is getting married and has kids and stuff, so I mean, might as well talk about the diaper talk and yeah, go about all this stuff. And I mean, it's we're living it, so why not? Yeah, and then that's the next big exciting thing in my life, anyways. I won't be asking like questions like I saw like someone says it's like a press conference or like they're asking one of the top guys like I don't know something in the press conference. And they're like, how do you? what do you see for your child? He's like one, probably. What do you see for them in the future? What are your goals for them? Like, how's that a press conference thing? You know, like, that's kind of like, it's yeah, I mean, I don't have goals for my children. It's whatever the children wants to do. I'm just going to support them. You know, my goal is for him and to stop it, pooping his pants and then we can figure it out. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like they're, I, I don't want to push, you know, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy yet. So yeah, I don't want to, you know, push it towards a certain thing like i want them to live their life i mean like i i didn't get pushed towards dirt bikes i wanted to do this you know mm. and you know i i think if my parents wanted to push me towards something else you know i don't think i would have been as happy as i am so i don't know i just roll with it i don't know it's, it's a weird question to ask at a press conference super weird still like one of the things that sticks out i'm like what are we doing here but yeah i don't know i don't think anyone no one should have a goal for their kid they just <laughs> You know, let them live their life the way they want to live it, but make sure you lead them down a, a good path and not a bad one. Exactly. That's what it and is. That's the only, the only way you can do it. When you are when you were, like, uh, coming up in the amateur ranks, you were a big name always, um, always a threat to win a championship. You had some good support along the way. Now, looking back on it, and um, you're 30 now, did you see your career how it went? Did you expect more from yourself? Like, where are you at right now? Um, I mean, I think you always expect more. Like, you look back and you're like, oh, if I had worked harder, I could have done this. Oh, I but I do the same thing with races like five months ago. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, no matter what you do and how you do it, you're always going to say you could have done this differently and it could have a better outcome. Yeah, I could have, you know, if I had I known the Powerball numbers, I could have a different outcome as well. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think everything in life has led me to where it's supposed to be, you know, like, man, had I not turned left at this certain light, maybe I wouldn't know my wife, you know? So I think everything's worked out fine. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have more money in the bank, you know, from doing better at, you know, said races here and there, but that, uh, wasn't the way it went, but I met my wife and we have a nice house and, we have a kid on the way, and I would say life is pretty dang good. So for me, I think everything went perfect. Yeah, that's a great answer. That's kind of what I expected you to say anyway, because, like, like, dude, you've stuck to it. You're you're getting better, it seems. Like, it's crazy to think at 30 you can get better at something, but you've grinded away in Supercross. You've, you've harnessed uh, 
your craft and I don't even if that's the right thing to say there. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool how you can continue to grind and get better and put it in the top 10 of the 450 class. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, you, you have options, right? Mm-hmm. I could have easily just gone and got a job and probably made the same amount of money, but, uh, you know, I don't mind the work. I don't mind doing all this. So, I'd say we're on a we're on a pretty good path right now. We are. We are. Yeah, we're on we're on a good path. So, no, it's good, man. We'll we'll do more catch ups. We'll do more write ups. Um, I just kind of want to let you have your time because this is a very important time in your life. Oh, and... I got a filmer for next year. Oh, we're gonna be vlogging. We're ah uh, no, not so much with vlogs. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do a couple race day videos, but um, not not so deep on vlog stuff. Um, it's going to be more just like the Instagram side of things and like someone running my Instagram and keeping it updated throughout race day and, and like, you know, recaps from the weekends and stuff, but he'll have a credential to go on the floor and stuff. So to film. So, um, that is something that is new. I guess I kind of forgot to bring it up because it's so new, like a couple days new. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, that will be really cool. And, um, yeah, he actually flies down on Monday uh, to do a couple of videos to kind of get things going. So, um, yeah, that's one thing I guess I should talk about. I'm pretty excited about that. Well, I'm excited about that too because it'll give me more stuff to like repost. So, I'm yeah, we'll have race that. day vlogs, but they won't be vlogs. Like they're going to be like five to eight minutes long, um, and it's more just like race recap stuff, not like. Moran's where he sits there and talks about this sponsor and this sponsor and does this and this and this and you know buy this hair film this guy signing my motorcycle that's not happening um it's more just like you know like me riding footage or me doing this in the you know at the pit or filming the pit and stuff like that and then yeah that'll be good for then hey just tell him like that pineapple sticker on your helmet just tell him to film that all the time right (laughs) just any way we can get in there we need the exposure. We do need the exposure. We're trying to get our Instagram likes up because, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's not growing like how I want it to, but we need more people to follow us, so. Post more. I don't have anything to post, man. Like, I don't have a photographer. Dude, that's my problem. I, I have nothing to post ever, and every time I bring my GoPro to, to like, do a, a lap around the track, I forget to do it, and I didn't do it again today. And I'm like, I don't have content, dude, but luckily Blaze filmed me a little bit today. I think he sent me some clips, so. I still have to do the, the Iron Man vlog. I haven't done that yet. I don't know where the footage is. Like, it's just uh, all kinds of stuff going on. Like, I go to the races and don't take pics, you know? Like, I don't get it. Train wreck, dude. No, it's not a train wreck. We're you got to be better. I do. We will get better. You but, just um, got to be better. Not my number, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm going to call you every call. five minutes then. Do what? I'll call you every five minutes. That's fine. I might not answer, but you can call. Hey, man, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) But all right, I'm gonna go on a real bike ride. See you. Troll training. See you, man. See you. That'll do it. Another episode of the Squad Pod in in the books. So we'll be back next week. I have a guest lined up. I'm excited. I have never talked to this person yet. Um, I'll give you a little tweet later on the week once it's you know finally happening because you can schedule something, but you know, life happens. So I don't want to tell the name of him quite yet, but I'm pretty excited to, to introduce myself to this young rider. So, 
lots of good things to look forward to. I'm actually starting team previews now on verbmoto.com every week. So now that the silly season is kind of coming to a close, we know where guys fit in. Um, every Friday I'm going to put a post. Uh, I, I've been doing these for, I did these last year and did these in the past as well. Just kind of deep dive into the teams and kind of analyze uh, who's in, who's out, what to expect. So I really enjoy putting those together every year. Um, it takes some time to do, so please check them out and read them on verbmotor.com weekly. We'll do one for every team that I can until Anaheim 1 starts. So thanks for your support on that. Um, also coming up, we're going to keep powering through this off season with as many guests as we can, getting guys insight, um, just if they have a new team, like let's hit them up. Let's see as many people we can get on the pod as possible in this off season. This is like the time when guys love to talk. So good stuff there. Now it's time for some thank yous. I want to thank bird dog this week. Thanks slaw dog. No, nope, not thinking slaw dog. I, I, I've been trying to, but he went MIA this week. Not a big fan of him right now, but I will thank Chase Stallo for uh, always being there. Thank you, sir. Chase Stallo is one of, um, he's one of the most behind the scenes people ever in the history of media in the sport. I think you can catch him on the verb, uh, vanilla broadcast on YouTube. But other than that, he doesn't really show his face. So, but he's at all the shred tours pretty much. And the verb classic as well, just helping out. So thank you, Chase Stallo. I'm giving you some recognition right now, so good job, bro. Thanks to Chili Dog Verb Wes. Miss you, dude. Hope you're doing well. And then uh, thanks, Ginger Dog. Thanks, Boots Dog. Thanks, Bub Dog and Duke Dog. My kiddos. And then uh, thanks, Justin Starling, for being on. We'll be back next week with some more Squad Pod. See ya.